In this podcast, we will discuss the past ASA biopharmaceutical section FDA industry workshop, which took place on September 12th through the 14th, 2012, in Washington, D.C. Here to discuss the workshop with us are the two co-chairs, Alan Hartford from Agensis and Jingyi Ko from the Food and Drug Administration. Hello, this is Rima Izem from the American Statistical Association Biopharmaceutical Section. Our first question to the two co-chairs of the meeting, Alan Hartford and Jingyi Ko, is what are your reasons for getting involved as chairs of the meeting and what changes or impact did you hope to accomplish? Hi, this is Alan Hartford from the Genesis. I've been involved with the, the workshop since about 2005. I've uh, been involved in the past with being uh, an organizer for sessions and also a chair. I was really happy that I was asked to be involved in this role as co-chair with Jingyi and my hopes were just to make things go smoothly and make as many people as happy as we possibly could. Hi, this is Jingyi Ko. Um, I work for the FDA in the Office of the Chief Scientist. I have been organizing sessions for the FDA Industry Statistics Workshop since 2003. And in 2010, I was elected to be the president of the FDA Statistical Association for 2011. FDA SA, as we call it, is not an official organization, but we try to look into the wellness for all statisticians in FDA. And as a tradition, I became FDA co-chair for the 2012 workshop. It is always our goal um, to have a good communication with uh, scientists outside FDA. Um, so I hope I am uh, making my contribution towards that goal. What makes the FDA Industry Workshop unique compared to all the other statistical meetings? This workshop is unique in the sense that the organizing is at the grassroots level and the program is determined by voting. Anyone in the statistics community, including FDA, industry, and academia, uh, can submit session proposals. And usually an organizing committee meeting takes place in late January or early February to vote to determine the final program. And the organizing committee can be somewhere between 100 to 150 statisticians who have asked to attend the meeting. And a general invitation to reserve a seat is sent out in the previous fall. And each session will have at least one FDA organizer and at least one industry organizer. Um, Academic statisticians are also involved, but in fewer numbers. Once an abstract is accepted, people can volunteer to be additional um, organizers to uh, assist the original proposer to ensure that speakers from both FDA and industry are included to keep the session well-rounded. And similarly, the pair of co-chairs for each of the yearly workshops represents both FDA and industry. The registration to the meeting is capped at 750 participants. Do you typically hit this number, or do you go over? Well, the ASA meeting planner sets the, uh, the maximum numbers of participants every year, and it depends on the venue selected for the meeting. In 2006, the meeting was capped at 632, and then it steadily went up over the next several years. Um, roughly by 20 or 30 um, people per year. Um, this year, 
we got up to 821. So next year, depending on the venue, the, uh, the number could go up a little bit more as well. But this is something that uh, the ASA meeting planner is working on along with next year's uh, co-chairs. What are the discussions that we can count on at the FDA industry workshop? Well, because the program is determined by voting of the organizing committee, we cannot guarantee any specific topic will be on the program. However, because the voting procedure, you can count on that all the topics included in the workshop are hot topics of the year. Well, what was new this year at the workshop? There were a few changes made to how the abstracts were reviewed and how the final program was selected. As usual, the steering committee first reviewed all the abstracts and pre-selected a few outstanding proposals to be in the final program. The rest of the proposals competed for slots by voting at the organizing meeting in January. Also, as usual, proposals that were very similar were identified by the steering committee to possibly be merged into single proposals. But this year, the proposers of these um, similar abstracts were contacted before the organizing meeting and asked to discuss among themselves if they were willing to merge their sessions or if they wanted to compete head-to-head -head in the vote. Most chose to merge. So this year, unlike in the past, no sessions were automatically merged, and in this way, proposers felt that they maintained more control of the prospects for their sessions. Also, although a few abstract proposals didn't meet the submission standards, Instead of rejecting them outright, they were still included for voting by the organizing committee in January. But keep in mind for the future that none of these proposals won the election and so weren't selected. So we suggest that the submission standards be taken seriously so that proposals are more fully flushed out for a better chance of being included. Something else that was new was that a specific algorithm was used for the voting at the organizing meeting. The steering committee categorized the proposals into topic groups and then determined the minimum and maximum numbers of abstracts for a topic so that each topic was represented in the final program without any being over or underrepresented. The algorithm counted the votes, keeping these minimum and maximum numbers in mind. So, so these were changes to how the sessions were chosen, but there was one major change to the program's type of sessions. We had a new type of session and we called it the town hall session. The idea behind these sessions was to encourage more discussion with the audience, particularly for topic areas that are usually less represented. We had five of these town hall sessions this year, and they were at the end of the second day. We weren't sure if these town hall sessions would be received well as they were late in the day, but we hoped that the concept of discussions would keep everybody more alert than standard presentations. We had a few people who were commuting to the workshop locally comment that they were too late, too late in the day, but many others responded very positively, and this favorable response also showed up in the survey given over the web at the end of the workshop. Where can we find out more about the meeting? The meeting information can be found at the website of the ASA, Biopharmaceutical Section, uh, FDA Industry Statistics Workshop. However, um, for presentation slides, ASA will send out an email to all attendees after the workshop with the password and the link to the slides for each talk given at the workshop. What are the plans for the future? Well, next year's co-chairs are Lily Yu from the FDA and Bruce Binkowitz from Merck. They've already selected their steering committee and they're working on all these details right now. A survey was conducted uh, at the end of this past year's workshop trying to uh, collect information to help them make decisions about what to change in the future.